Hello, hello everyone. Hello, Vandana. Thank you for coming on Stories That Impact. Thank you, Amit. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank oh, you for the I opportunity. Oh, no, no. The pleasure is all mine. I always say this to all my guests because you guys are giving, you're giving your time and your value, your story onto my platform and, you know, impacting millions. So thank you for coming to the show once again. Thank you. All right. So for everyone, uh, today we have Vandana Moture. I hope I spelled your last name correctly. <laughs> you did. Well done. Oh, thank, you <laughs> thank you. And so basically, uh, my guest Vandana. So today, I'm so sorry. Uh, Vandana is a mindset coach. She works with individuals and groups to develop an empowering mindset gain self-leadership, and build emotional resilience. She conducts one-on-one -on -one and group coaching sessions to help you decode the power of your thinking. Today, she's going to discuss about her childhood stories. You know, children are like clay, and adults mold them with their words and actions. When you sow the right seed into a child's mind, you help them to become the right individual later on. Vandana shares her story, which helped her into the person she is today. So I'm going to pass on to Vandana now for her detailed story with all the experience she has. Over Thank to you, Vandana. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Yeah. Sorry. All right. All right. Thank you, Amit. Thank you once again for that lovely introduction. And uh, thank you for giving me the platform to share my story. Um, so I'll just start. I'll get into directly get into the story and then come to another story linked to it. Uh, but the story when Amit reached out and said that, is there a story that you would like to share? Um, this is one. This is the one that is really close to my heart. And that's where I would like to begin. Um, this is when I was eight years old, as in class three, and uh, I just changed schools at that time. We had moved to from one home to another. Like we now finally had our home ready, and we moved to a new location, new residency. And uh, they got me into a new school. My parents got us admitted into a new school. It was a change of a setting, and you know the whole environment was so different. Um, I I didn't have my old friends, um, new teachers. Everything was different, and I didn't really feel in place. Um, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to begin. Kind of, I was trying to find a place and a place to belong, I believe. Um, it wasn't, I wasn't settling in really, really well. So this was towards the end of, uh, in mid, somewhere during the middle of the session. This is when I'm still eight and third grade, that um, our teachers, you know, there was this annual day uh, announcement and there was sports and, uh, you know, gathering and uh, live performances and things like that. So. Um, during one of the uh, practice sessions, I did really well in March pass, apparently. You know how you have that whole session of March pass. And this was my uh, maths teacher who observed that and brought it to the notice of a personal uh, physical uh, PT teacher and um, made him realize, made him see that, you know, she's really good at this. She's really good at this. I think you should give her a chance. She's a new student, but uh, we can see that she's good at this. And then, um, you know, uh, he agreed, my PT teacher agreed, and 
I finally got to be the leader of the squad, and they liked it so much that I got to be the leader of, uh, you know, leading the entire school, the junior section uh, for March Pass, and that just boosted my confidence to another level. And I believed that I wanted to do well, and I really gave it all because someone had showed belief in me. So I know this is not like a really pain instilled story. It's, it's as simple as that. When you're eight years old, you don't really know what strategies you're using, what to, you know, what to really believe and not to. You don't really have a choice. You're just exposed to a certain environment. And uh, what I want to emphasize on today is that we don't pick the environment that we have. We choose to act. We choose the actions that we take. So in this case, I chose to believe the teacher. I chose to believe that uh, whoever is believing in me, I'm going to make that come true. I'm going to give it all that I have. And that shaped, uh, that changed my year that year. So third, you know, from there on, my school journey still, like school is so close to my heart because then on what happened was I kept believing in my teachers and all the mentors that I had. And they kept bringing in different opportunities for me. And I got to explore uh, various shades of my personality that I wouldn't have otherwise done myself. So when you reached out, Amit, and I said I wanted to inspect what story of my life is, I realized that I always believed that you need to go through a trauma to have a story. I always believed that if there is no pain, there is no story. And I didn't acknowledge my life uh, earlier because it was so, in a way, problem-free. I thought that, what is it? I mean, there's nothing for me to share because there is no problem. Uh, to the point where now, since the time I've embarked on my coaching journey, I realized that there is also a reason why there was no problem. And that made me look at the, my entire life in a very different light and acknowledge the journey that I've had so far and see that what pieces shaped it into uh, the way it turned out to be so far. Wow. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Uh, I just, I'll first read a comment that we have got and I'll display it here from Suvarna. <laughs> we choose to act. Well said. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what you said, many things. I'll, I'll just pick up one or few things and then I'll ask you. But one of the most important things you said, and like uh, Suvarna also mentioned, that you decide to act in the situation right so that's a very important thing and you're absolutely right in a thought that you know you don't have to always go to a you know worst place and then come out of it to be a hero or a, you know to be a successful person because and that's exactly the theme of my stories that impact is okay and this fits very well because what you said is like, you know, if, if I go back and I'm sorry, I'm just taking two minutes. No, my... please. I'm loving it. Loving to hear that. Yeah, because my, my the reason I'm sharing this is because the childhood actually shapes up, shapes everyone. All right. The way I am today is because of certain beliefs that I had instilled in my system. And it's very nice to see two things is that one, that someone believed in you which is nice and you know many times it happens but the most important thing that i liked is that you took it in a very very positive manner and you acted on it and you know that one uh, what 
how should I put it? That one corner store in your life, that one instance has made wonders for you uh, over a period of time. What I mean to say is that, of course, you would have challenges like many people. But that one thing that was put in, right, made so much of difference. So thanks for sharing that. But let me ask you this another thing. So when that happened as an eight-year-old child, you know, what was the thought in your head, number one? Uh, were you excited because now you got a new opportunity? And were you also, did you have anxiety at that time? And how did your parents uh, handled it as well? Mm. Mm. That's a wonderful question. And you're taking me back in time now. Uh, I Yes, definitely there was anxiety. Uh, as I said, I was new to that environment. And when you're new to an environment, it's a lot of uncertainty. You don't know how it's going to turn out to be, whether what you are set out to do, will you be successful in doing that or not? Uh, so my parents have always been extremely supportive. Uh, but parenting was not as involved as it is now. So it's not that they knew of everything that's going on. It was a shared responsibility of the parent and the tutor, the teacher. Um, so you know, they relied on that, yeah, she's, a, she's part of a good school. And we trust the teachers. So we trust their decision if they are up for it. So they were always very supportive. They were happy for me. And I was also very excited at the same time anxious uh, because it never happened before. I didn't know. I'm like, OK, I got this chance. And it was one thing that really stands out for me was I felt extremely grateful. I felt extremely grateful to the math teacher, Amit sir, and his name, incidentally, Anil sir. Uh, Anil sir. And uh, I tried looking him up later on Facebook. I couldn't find him anywhere. <laughs> um, but he, I felt very grateful that he identified it. Had it not been for him, maybe, uh, maybe my PT teacher wouldn't have seen me. I don't know. So I felt a lot of gratitude towards him that, uh, oh, he, he was able to identify it. And then, uh, of course, felt more grateful that the physical teacher, uh, PT teacher also did accept it. So and I think the gratitude always, the gratitude is such an important quality. It kind of fades away your anxiousness. So when you feel grateful, you just want to do your best. And that's what ended up happening, that I decided that I'm just going to give it my best. And um, it probably changed the way things appeared and changed the, things, uh, changed the way things happened thereafter. Wow. Another, I should say, knowledge bomb. Gratitude changes things. I completely agree with you. Now, and I, I can now see that you are a one, you are a mindset coach for sure. <laughs> That's so true. Share now how that experience and your overall experience, how do you uh, use it in your personal life? And mm. how do you also use it in the uh, work that you do? You know, when you coach people, what, what is the thought process and how do you help there? Sure. Thank you. Thank you for that question. Uh, how it shaped me, again, as I said, because I started believing. And it's funny that you ask, because in a way, it did start my journey towards coaching as well. I didn't know that I was coaching earlier or that I, you know, I had this approach towards life or attitude towards life. You know, you don't give it a lot of thought. You're doing it. It becomes a way of your life, but you don't think about it in a certain way, like in a strategizing way. Um, so I, I figured that I am better able to trust people. And I always wondered why not everyone is able to trust others. 
I always wondered that if ever I would tell someone that, you know, why don't you just go about and do it? They'll say, you know, I don't know what they're thinking about this. They might have an alter plan behind it and things like that. There were many certain questions. And I would always wonder why I don't think that way. And that became my mission that if I can trust someone and it has only brought good results for me, when I trusted someone, you know, uh, there was better collaboration, there was better bond, there were better opportunities, and it just brought beautiful possibilities for me. So if that works for me, why is it not working for everyone else? And that became my mission in the beginning. It was all about building trust. I said, I am going to do what I can do to build trust and bring people together. And that, while I started looking around, that is how I got into coaching, that I can achieve this through coaching, um, you know, share the values of uh, how we are able to trust others. And while I got into more and more research around that topic, that how you can build trust, um, I realized through education that it all starts from within. You are only able to trust someone else as much as you trust yourself. What is your relationship with self? How much do you trust yourself to handle if things don't work out? It's not just, um, you know, trusting someone that it'll always be fine and everything's going to be good. That might happen. So now I'm, I'm going to share some two different extremes. So there are two extremes. One is a normal, which is everything works out like really well, all happy, everyone's happy. Now there are two extremes. What if you trust someone and it doesn't work out? Are you able to handle yourself? What if you trust someone and it, you, it gives you like a really big, massive result? Are you ready to handle that? Those are extremes. Are you ready to handle that? Do you trust yourself to handle that? So it all begins and it it's all comes down to what is our relationship with self and how much do we trust ourselves? So what I work with on with my clients is no matter what the problem on the surface for them is, I always start from a place of the environment. What is their relationship with them and how they're looking at every problem and approaching from that space? Wow. Wow, you hit the point. Trust, absolutely. And uh, I agree on the fact that, you know, yeah, when you trust is very difficult. Uh, when, when you hear so many things around, it's very challenging uh, to think of the trust. But but yeah, it's quite interesting when you said that, you know, you have to trust yourself uh, first and be ready to, you know, like you said, the two extremes, right? Mm -hmm. So it's quite amazing. Share share with me, if you don't mind, how how is this whole system, how do you work that at your home as well, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, with your family and you know what is the what is the sort of a feedback you don't get a direct feedback but mm. how is the environment helps you know when you have the family which trusts each other and if mm. you can share any example if you have mm. that would be wonderful Absolutely. and i'm sorry no 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 i love i love i'm loving your questions and they're making me think yeah. which I, so um an example would be like we are three sisters uh, growing up and we are three sisters. So my elder sister is two years elder to me and the younger one is eight years younger to me. Uh, so there's a different relationship that we have with each other. Now, with my elder sister, uh, yeah, thank you, Aditya. With my elder sister, and she did comment a little while ago. Um, I'm glad she's watching it. <laughs> so 
we used to have conflicts all the time. We are different people, different personalities. And growing up with siblings, you would know that there's you no know, sharing of resources. There's so much that goes along that, and there's difference of opinion. And so there were always these little bit of conflicts here and there uh, growing up. Uh, yet there was always that trust, which again I would emphasize got built early on in my life. And that's why childhood, why it's really important, and why I'm sharing this story today is it's very important to surround ourselves with. Uh, people who trust us at the same time for parents and for educators it's how important it is for a little kid to get that trust you know to gain that trust so coming back to the story and or the, the topic with my sister uh, we have used to have these conflicts all the time and you know little fights all the time but there was this basic trust established right in the beginning that she loves me dearly she loves me dearly she's there for me no matter what no matter we're different she's there for me she's going to take care of me um and she's like a, a a little mom for me in a way you know i always i always it's not taking her for granted but really knowing because it was through experience no matter how much ever we would fight but if i needed ever i'll, I'll share a little story here uh, now that we're talking about stories there's so many stories that are coming to my mind so i remember this incident and now this is before uh, third grade so this must be i was in first class maybe 6 years old and um, i remember both me and my sister were in the same school and i was standing in the line uh, waiting for going to the loo break the toilet and it was some you know how those days you have to stand in the line uh, before you could go because there's so many students and something happened i was right in front of my teacher and something happened someone pushed me from behind and i stepped on the teacher and her instant reaction was to give me a slap like she slapped me immediately and it's a little harsh to listen to now but those days slap wasn't like a big thing it used to happen at times but she slapped me and i didn't i i did i, I really felt dejected like what did i do it was not my mistake um you didn't even ask me why it happened it was very important for me to be able to justify my place that i didn't intentionally do it and it happened and i didn't know what to do and then after the break i remember that during the break there was this beautiful tree and i went there and my best friend uh, teja at that point she was there with me and she told my elder sister that this is what had happened and immediately my sister was there to validate me she said no that teacher did wrong she shouldn't have done this she it was not your fault you didn't do anything uh, and she was there by my side and she validated me and it's so important for kids to feel that validation because what happens is otherwise i would have had a belief that uh, you know people just do what they have to do there is no place you don't have a place to justify yourself you cannot roll by yourself uh, somebody more powerful is going to have power over you but because she was there for me at that point in time i realized that uh, no it was not my fault my sister also believes it's not my fault and i'm still loved and i'm still uh, you know appreciated for who i am so it's so important and it's so important to get that environment so the belief gets established and then from if you have that basic foundation in place then no matter you know the surface problems don't really look like problems uh, because there's this foundation so it helped me throughout it's not just in my family relationship it's with my friendships there were i'm i'm still in touch with all of these friends that i'm talking about you know from my first grade to through my school and there were times that we wouldn't be in touch there were times that we were too much in touch but there were times here and there but everyone knew that we want to still feel the bond we do appreciate each other and we would connect so knowing that having that foundation of love and trust it just 
kept bringing opportunities with my work. I believe my team managers. I believe my team leads. Uh, I knew that they can see what I'm trying to show, uh, what I'm trying to showcase through my skills. And they believe, because I believed in them, I received the same trust. So it's, it's, it's whether we accept it or not, it's give and take. What you give and what you value is what you're going to receive. So I received the same kind of uh, you know, love and appreciation from them as well. And that kept on bringing opportunities way forward in life. Wow. Wow. Amazing. You know, I'm going to ask everyone, whoever is live and whoever is watching the recording, and I'm going to mention that uh, in all my chats that do watch this. There are like so many knowledge bombs today. Believe me. And it is a, because all the things that she has mentioned, you know, goes back to the roots and how when your roots are very well taken care of, nurtured well, and you know what her sister told to her and what she just mentioned that, you know, just because someone is powerful, cannot uh, do things the way they want is because when her sister came and said, and like she said, acknowledge the fact, you know, her sister didn't go and beat up the teacher. That would have been really weird. <laughs> but what she did at that stage to Vandana was like, you know, she cultivated, she instilled more uh, good thoughts in her mind and, you know, the belief, the trust, all the things that Vandana has been sharing, really, kudos. And I think, Vandana, you need to start something like a story bank, you know, so like <laughs> I, I share this, right, stories that impact is my thing. You got a lot of stories and wonderful stories, all right, so I think all you have to do is now start. We, we already got two, three now, so maybe... <laughs> Start writing it down. Thank you. Thank awesome. you. Appreciate it. And uh, to the point of belief, I used to believe that I don't have stories. <laughs> that was my belief. Uh, you know, it, it's fairly recent that I realized that it's not true. And thank you for giving me this platform to share that forward. Oh, no, no. The pleasure is mine because I'm at least glad that one belief is broken and <laughs> that you have truly, truly have impacted. Because when I hear these words, see, they... The, the stories that I all hear and to all my guests who have been here and who will be coming, you know, there are, I always say this, that, you know, you don't have to actually uh, cut your leg and share that you ran a marathon, right? And that's precisely the reason I started the stories that impact because I know that everyone has a story. It's just that they don't believe in, number one, but if they start digging in like what you started and you touched on some lovely topics, you know, which actually when someone hears can understand, especially who has children, like I have a small child now. So when I know I have, you know, how I grow him up, I will always remember this instance, right? Mm. That how I need to trust, how I need to believe in him and so on and so forth. So mm. these are very important. Fantastic. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Great. So now we are coming at the tail end of the show and uh, it's my tradition. Yeah, that's the word. It's the tradition that I ask all my guests to give one advice to all the viewers who are watching it now and who will be watching it later. Mm. I always believe, uh, and this is uh, this is a quote, I think I somehow made this quote, but it all started from my uh, um, my mentor, Sharon Pearson. Um, and she says that, you know, we are born with self-love. We are born with self-love, but we do earn our self-trust. 
and we can only earn the self-trust by taking action. So nothing will happen, nothing will move unless we take action. So uh, it's our responsibility to keep taking actions uh, towards what we believe in and keep building on that self-trust because self-trust is directly proportional to self-love. The more we trust ourselves, the more we love ourselves and only beautiful things can come out of love. Wow, wow, <laughs> another one. We are born with self-love, the self-trust and to gain that we need to take actions awesome awesome simply awesome boy that so now now uh oh thanks to all the viewers first of all to take time and to comment as well i'm sure there are uh you know with Streamyard, there's uh, some sort of restriction that i cannot see comments from all the platforms so mm. there is a problem with Streamyard on that sense but Thank you, Vandana, for taking your time and sharing lovely, lovely stories uh, because your stories have truly impacted me in many ways. Believe me, because I, I have a son now and I have my own childhood stories. I can relate how things would be different uh, 40 years back and what I can do now, at least. Uh, there is one more comment. Let me share that. Mm. Thank so you, Aditya. Yeah. So thanks again, Vandana, one more time. Sure. And for all the lovely viewers of Stories That Impact, that was the 16th episode. And I'm sure you would have loved it and you will love it when you listen to this in a recording mode as much as I did. So Vandana is going to be kind and share with us all her contact details so that you can connect with her on understanding what she does when it comes to one-on-one -on -one mindset coaching. And I would really request that, you know, connect with her and ask her like I do. I ping her sometimes. I watch her uh, episodes on LinkedIn most of the time and connect with her and understand what exactly, you know, she uh, helps out with. There's one more question from Suvarna. Let me share that. <laughs> mm. That's a wonderful question. <laughs> hey, I can answer it for you later. <laughs> well, all right. So this is a competitive world today. And I know the world is changing so fast. It's, it's like really fast paced and there's so much information available that we cannot even fathom when we were growing up. So one is acknowledging that the world is different from what it was. So not bringing in our, uh, you know, our environment or our map of the world, but trying to understand what what is that the kid is viewing, how are they seeing the world, how are they seeing the opportunities, and what is important for them, and supporting them in that definitely, which is going to earn trust for you and share that bond between you two. At the same time, um, making sure that it's not fear that's stopping them from trying other things. So kind of nudging them and uh, not really pushing them, but encouraging them and exposing them to different things that they can as well take up. So it's it's it all starts from home. Everything starts from uh, you know the, the magical big pe people are around us who are our caregivers, primary caregivers, whoever they are. So it all starts from home. So if we feel that, we have people who trust us at home, and then, um, which then goes forward and extends to your uh, school. So then you start, because you trust yourself now that you're taken care of, then you start putting in trust in your teachers. And when they see that 
when you receive good results, then you start building on that trust and it becomes your way of life. So you you cannot separate that. It becomes your way of life. And and the more and more you trust, you know, yourself that you can handle no matter what happens, whether there's uh, positive feedback or negative feedback, as far as you know that you can take care of yourself. And if you cannot take care of yourself, you have a set of really close people who are there to support you during that time. That's all that matters. So it's wonderful wonderful you're absolutely right it all starts from home and when you ingrain trust belief and all those nice things actually into your system into your family into your day-to-day -day life your children will grow up in a better environment at least they will be self-confident and they will have a you know trust and they can always come back to you mm. because you're there, you know, as a parent or as an elder person at home. So true. Absolutely. Well said there, Amit, because I feel that it takes, it improves your risk-taking ability as well. If you're confident and you know that there is a fair chance that I might fail in doing something, but I don't mind trying it. What if uh, something else happens? So you do start taking risks and your appetite increases. Absolutely, man. Mm. I Those are my project management words. So I love <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. anyway so all right again once again vandana thank you very much thank you suvarna and aditya for your lovely comments uh that i could at least see uh and share it and for your questions as well and now to my lovely viewers once again thank you for watching stories that impact if you want to connect with vandana you will see the comments soon from her you want to connect with me there is a link tree link in the uh, section. You will see that. Connect with me. If you want to share your story and impact, please connect with me. All right. Drop a note. I'll get back to you. There's one last comment from Suvarna. I would like to share that. <laughs> Beautiful. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. With that, we end the show. Once again, thank you, Vandana, and have a wonderful, happy Diwali to you and oh, all the viewers. <laughs> thank you so much. Wishing everyone a very happy Diwali. Thank you. Thank you very much. See you guys. Have a wonderful you. day. Take care. Bye-bye.